Welcome to Pediatric Meltdown, the podcast about children's mental health and emotional well-being. I'm Dr. Leah Gagino, a primary care pediatrician, and I created this podcast for the pediatric medical community and anyone who cares about children's behavioral health. Pediatric Meltdown offers thoughtful conversations featuring experts from the field. Learn practical strategies from the best and become a savvier clinician. Welcome back to another episode of Pediatric Meltdown. Today's episode is going to be a total departure from the usual interviews. So today I'm bringing you both of my daughters, Elise and Julia, and they're going to be talking about parenting styles, their dad and mine. So we're calling this cool dad, anxious mom, because, well, that's how we parent. So I just thought it might be kind of fun to hear from a kid's perspective, adult kids, what it's like growing up in a household when mom's a doctor and super anxious about getting things right and being sensible. And dad is, well, way more fun. To be perfectly frank, my husband is a saint. He does laundry. He'd get up early and start my car and make sure the snow was off of it. He'd make me breakfast. When I first had my oldest daughter and I was a resident, he would bring her to the hospital when I was on call so I could nurse her. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. So he has gotten us through the ups and downs of parenting and I really couldn't have done it without him. So this podcast is really a tribute to him. And from my daughter's perspective, I think it's just really fun. So sit back and enjoy. I hope it's something light and that you'll find something you can relate to. Don't take yourself too seriously. Relax and you get a lot of brownie points just for trying. Hey, girls, how are you? Great. <laughs> okay. So hey, this is, so this is a cool totally mom. no, this is a totally ad lib production. I've been doing some really heavy stuff on the podcast recently, like suicide prevention and you know, talking about equity and diversity and inclusion topics. And I thought it might be kind of a nice thing to do something fun and light and talk about parenting styles. So you and Elise, Julie and Elise, frequently say things like, daddy is so cute. He's so funny. And I'm always like, what am I like chopped liver? So I always think of no, daddy. You're just anxious. So no, hence you're the sensible rule follower. Hence the title, cool dad, anxious mom, which you guys came up with partly the title. So I thought I would walk listeners back and talk about what it was like from the time you guys were born, which of course you don't remember. But for Elise, I do. you do. Of course you do. So for Elise, she was the most colicky baby ever. Still am. <laughs> it's still difficult. I had no idea what colic was until I had a baby with colic. And I thought, what have I been telling parents? Because I just told people like, yeah, it's when a baby cries a lot and it's going to get better and it'll be fine. And it's like, I had no clue. And I had a lot of postpartum anxiety. And that was really hard because I just thought I was being a bad mom. And then when Julia came along, I wasn't near as anxious, but she was really sick. And she was in the neonatal intensive care unit for like three days. And I cried cried the entire time I was there, but bless the NICU nurses. They let me stay there so I could breastfeed her. So I hope I did okay on bonding for you. Still breastfeed till this day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a no. (laughs) 
So now we're in the toddler years and Elise likes to do things like wear party dresses and party tights and party shoes every day. And not be involved in home videos. Exactly. Well, and every day. And if she couldn't wear those things, it was like a total meltdown. And And now if I can't wear my yoga pants, it's a total meltdown. (laughs) And Julia was the wild child who yelled so much that I eventually had to take her to speech therapy because she screamed so much that her, her vocal cords had polyps and she sounded like she smoked a lot of cigarettes. So she now was- I just smoke cigarettes. <laughs> oh, you're so kidding, bad. No so I just wanted to kind of bring up some topics and let you guys talk about your memories of them. So let's start with, can you remember some fun things about bath time? Because most of this was daddy was home and I was working late or on call. Yeah, we played in the bath all the time with (laughs) dad's little white tube TV that he brought upstairs where we watched Cheers. Although I don't think we watched it. I think we were just playing. Mm-hmm. He sat writing his city commission speeches. Yeah. And I don't Julia really tried to hold her breath without her I did. Her I like to water. play games. <laughs> yeah. And then mom ended up breaking that TV. Later on. Remember that? Later on. <laughs> did we really need to go into that dark space of when I... I think dad... Disabled dad, the, you know? I disabled the TV. That's another story. With a screwdriver. <laughs> With the screwdriver. That's another story. No, bath time was fun. Dad always was good at night routines. Mm -hmm. He kept it fun. He was good in the kitchen. He also let us have fun meals, like creamed corn and in front of the TV. Yeah. And whatever (laughs) those, there was that meal and it was like a freezer meal that we got like maybe once a month that had penguins on it. It was blue and I don't know what was in it. I just it, remember he made the chicken finger, the Parmesan crusted oh, so, chicken, chicken fingers tenders. with creamed corn. And we were allowed to watch TV when it was dad mm-hmm. dinner night. Yeah. So with mom TV was like a no. No, for me, I'm thinking it's important to have family time. So let's sit down and have family meals with vegetables and not fried Talk food. Talk about our feelings. And, and share. And, everybody, and then Elise and I would get in trouble for laughing too much. <laughs> and everybody hated, hated family family <laughs> <dinner>. <laughs> um, you yeah, guys love it like course. family dinner but like I also just wanted to watch like the Simpsons <laughs> and yeah. it reminds me of like at Thanksgiving when I'm always like okay let's go around the table and they tell everybody what you're thankful for. for and how much you guys love that right hate it mm, it's a little too uncomfortable for me <laughs> I mean, we're thankful, but we don't need to share. But like, do we need to like talk about it all the time? <laughs> yeah. And get like really deep. Yeah. So it's not, I'm yeah, like, dad doesn't family. like to get, yeah. Dad doesn't like to get in his feels. Sometimes it makes you just feel like, it's like kind of skin crawly and comfortable. <laughs> I'm shooting for like a Pinterest family moment, gratitude, and daddy just wants to make jokes. 100%. And get it over with. Right. But Elise and I were really good with thoughtful presents. We gave lots of picture frames. This is true. So many. And decoupage boxes. Frames. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is true. Lots of that. So I was thinking about when you're talking about foods, because again, as a pediatrician and a sensible mom, I'm thinking balanced meals and making sure that you have all the appropriate Trisha's foods. And I never in my life thought I would buy Pop-Tarts. However- Ooh, and toaster strudels. Toaster yeah. strudels. Orange yeah. Danish. So who bought that stuff? Dad. Dad. Good And we always trips. went to Munchie Mart. 
Munchie Mart. Um, sometimes we go to Taco Bell after yep. school. I love Oh, Wendy's was around we the corner the, from the shop. And get the cinnamon twists. Yes. Yeah. So for all you listeners out there who are like striving to be the perfect mom, let it go and they turn out okay as adults on the other end. We were very successful. <laughs> we were that, athletes actually. and we were did just great with those breakfasts. This mm-hmm. is true. And until you got And he hype. made lunches too. And what was special about lunches? What was in the lunches? Daddy's notes. Right. A note with a picture of with a, a dog. picture of a dog. Yeah. The one and thing sometimes he, he would draw. draw on the outside of the brown paper bag. And what did he write on the notes? I don't remember seeing them. Have a great day, dad. Dad. Nothing deep. Not deep. No. Not mushy. Always a napkin. Sometimes we'd write on a napkin, but lots of post-its. Potato chips. And then like, we'd get sandwiches, but he'd get creative where it was like, sometimes Mm. cream cheese with like jam on bread. On bagels. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Sometimes I traded stuff. And did I ever pack lunches for you guys? Yeah. It was like hardball. Yeah. But they were kind of like, like, yeah, they were like a little more boring. A little like healthier, like vegetables. Dad put in vegetables and fruit, but he also put in a balance. (gasps) Trail mix. Do you remember his trail mixes that he would make? Dried cherries. Oh, um, Chocolate chips, peanuts. Yeah, he had a, yeah. he made oh, a lot of Oh, you're right. Mixes. He did. Yeah, daddy mm-hmm. likes, he's a creative cook. He likes to mix up lots Max. of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the combinations are really good and sometimes. Not good. Yeah, like the time he put cinnamon in spaghetti sauce. Not sure what like that a was lot, about. Like a lot of it. Yeah, that didn't work. Or mandarin oranges and muffins. You did make good clay pot chicken. Oh, yes. So I have some signature dishes. Mm-hmm. I like to think mm-hmm. that I make a killer Tuna noodle pesto. casserole. Killer Tuna pesto. noodle casserole. Oh, yeah. pesto is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about like when you played Little League, Juge. Daddy was like, I think, more interested in bringing treats and snacks than he was in coaching. Sun gel candies. Yes, he was. And the- yeah, because I significantly remember that I hit a ball and it got caught in the air and I ran to first base and I was so confused why I was out because someone <laughs> caught the fly ball and I didn't understand that rule because dad never informed us of what that was. He's not so like a big he- athlete. Wasn't the best coach, was fun, but yeah, I mostly like picked flowers. He was there to be a supportive coach, like the nice guy. Fun. Not to learn the skill of baseball. Wasn't going to yell at you. Just kind of never let let girls do our thing. And then, and then everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Even through high school Mm -hmm. volleyball. Everybody got a trophy out of his own money versus (laughs) this is true. So dad's kind of like Mr. Fun does lots of interesting activities. Like I think of fun factory, fun factory and catching frogs. Oh, frogging and going to the target uh, carnival, which they just had last weekend. And we didn't make it. Darn it. And I bailed. Yeah. So what fun activities did I do with you guys? (laughs) Ooh, big pause. (laughs) Oh, come on. Museum. You would take a shopping at Mervyn's. Shop, Back shopping. to school shopping. Swimming across the street. Dad would never get in the pool. Yes. Swimming, the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm getting a couple of points, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, you were good. More like outdoorsy activities, you know, like bike rides, those type of things. Yeah. Elisa's crafts, there. crafts. There you go. Yeah, but it was like a good balance. You can't have both parents be the fun, like, otherwise we'd be off the rails. Well, and I do get lots of points, I think, for 
party planning. I think we had some terrific themed birthdays Great birthday parties mm-hmm. that were fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Halloween parties with haunted houses and Valentine's yeah, Day parties. About like social get no. togethers. You're really good at planning things. This is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if in my other life, I think I should be a party planner because I love everything about parties. Yeah. Dad was the, he's like the support staff. He'll get all the chips and all the snacks and all the decorations, but he doesn't. But want mom it. gets upset when he gets too many chips and too many. He's like, an drinks. over, yeah. he's an over buyer. Elise has seen our pantry. It's terrifying. (laughs) It's overwhelming. It has a lot of things. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that are stale. Possibly. Mm, For sure. Possibly. Possibly. So, and daddy gives interesting gifts. He has kind of his own gift giving style. He goes rogue. Electronics. Mm-hmm. He does something electronics. He usually doesn't like to tell mom about it. Well, mm-hmm. until like the yeah, last it's always it's always an electronic of some sort. I've gotten like drones and GoPros and cameras, and, lots yeah. of cameras, like a new one every year. And then we get gift cards, jewelry, but like lots of jewelry. Like this year, <laughs> we got like five of the same bracelets with different. He likes sentimental gifts that has quotes. On it, so we all got bracelets like from Buddha Grove. From Buddha Grove, but he got like five of them for each of us. He's he kind of like goes. He's very. Yeah. He loves being a girl dad. Yes, he does. loves being a girl dad. I don't know what he would do mm-hmm. as a boy dad. He no, loves mushy stuff. Loves inspirational quotes. I think he likes to practice being a boy dad with your boyfriends. Yeah. He, he's trying that yeah. out a little bit, you know, having like yeah. bro talks and doing some beers. Yeah. Yeah. So man stuff talking yeah. golf. How was he with boyfriends compared to me? Do you think it was different? Oh, he no, was think- so easy. He was like, wanted to so be chill. cool, like friend, like, Hey, it's cool. Nonchalant. Whereas you were like, um, so she needs to be home by this time. We need to have a talk about what your intentions are. Yeah, we definitely had. I remember the sit down with mm. Robbie, and not naming definitely let. Yeah, you definitely led that conversation, and Dad, I think, just kind of like was there, and he's um, also there to kind of be the buffer, though. Like, I mean, we know mm-hmm. you guys have these feelings. And if mom gets too emotional, he kind of steps in. And it makes jokes or like lightens it up. Yeah, he's a good joke maker. But no, he was never scary with boyfriend. No, and I was probably maybe a little bit more because I'm a rule follower about consequences and thinking about it a lot. I'm an overthinker, I think. You think? think? (laughs) (laughs) And you pass that down to me. Yeah, well, you know, I think I passed the anxiety gene to you guys too. Sorry. Yeah, it's definitely not dad. Dad's got anxiety, but I think his is a different kind. A little more social anxiety. A little homebody. Yeah. And he's definitely, well, he's a lot like Elise. Like he's a cancer, very sensitive and emotional, but we don't like to show too much of it. And we don't like a lot of change in our routine. No, I'm very yeah. much like that. But dad him. does, he does have a temper. He usually gets upset while driving. Oh God, the worst. He's yeah. convinced that other people in the other cars know what he's talking about and thinking. Because I've said, when you do that, I'm the one who has to listen to that. And he's like, they know. He's like, they know. Mm. And I. Yeah, he's very much like. And they don't know. Fairness. Yeah. And. I'm learning that in my relationship and my future (laughs) father-in-law apparently does the same thing. 
I am really grateful though, that, you know, going through some things that were kind of tough that there were two of us because there were times when I was just like, I got to check out and he could tag team. And I think that really helped a lot because there were times that I probably, because I'm a little emotional sometimes, just not going to lie. And that he could kind of step in and just like, be like, it's going to be okay. And I think that helped a lot. It's going to bring in things down. Yeah. Like he says things like, don't take yourself so seriously, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you would cry too much. <laughs> yeah. And then it made it hard to talk. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. True. It's like, you but then I very specifically remember you yelling at dad because he would be defending you and you're like, this is yes. between us. Stay out of it. And then you'd be like, I don't even know what out. to do. Yeah. Like if dad yelled loud, then you'd get mad at him for being like too loud to us. So that, that was nice. Yeah. That was not, I don't think that was very fun for him. I think probably if I could go back and do something differently, I think I would have let you flounder more on your own than trying to rescue maybe too much. Because I think, you know, as a parent, you don't want your kids to have to struggle too much or to be in pain or be scared. And you know me, I'm a fixer. And so I would want to rescue you. And I think that it really helped when you guys both moved away further that, you know, I couldn't rescue you because it physically wasn't possible. And I think that was a good thing. You think that's true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about the times that no. you like helped though. No, never. <laughs> well, good. No, no, because I think of times where like my friends have been in financial situations and they're like, man, I, I like have no money. And I'm like, oh my God, like medical stuff. Like I was always very happy that you like helped us with like medical stuff in case like we couldn't afford that. Like I was very grateful that you like cared to help us with those sort of and to this things. day you're my teledoc I call you when I feel like yeah. I had a pill stuck in my throat last night <laughs> mm-hmm. or I yeah, call Harper. with bump bumps the bump the report, bump report. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think my favorite phone call though from you Julia it was when you lost your car in Los Angeles oh <laughs> I lost call- mine there too and you called in me Santa Monica my- there's three different parking Parking garages that all look the same. All the same. And I was so stressed out and I was scared because it was late at night and, you know, people sometimes get like attacked in parking garages and I couldn't find my car. Mm -hmm. And you called me. And so for me, it was like midnight and I'm thinking on my end, huh, you're in California. I'm in Michigan. Not sure how I can help. And I think all I could think of was, well, maybe you could find a policeman (laughs) to help you. And then all of a sudden you went, oh, wait a minute. There's another parking deck. I'm in the wrong parking deck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and I had blisters on my feet because I had new sneakers on. It was just a bad experience. It was a bit. And then I think, Elise, your maybe coming of age was when your car got towed. Yeah. And I thought it was stolen. Mine did get stolen. Because my tags were expired and they were Michigan tags. And Mm. I figured that one out. I don't think I called you right. I think I told you you after the fact. No, that was your adulting moment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I call dad with, we call dad with car things. Yeah. Car things. Or like if we didn't want mom to be disappointed. Um, Like dad, I'm in trouble. Can you come help me? Yeah. Mama's more scary in terms of like, oh, we're going to be in a lot of trouble if we tell her what we've done. Dad was more so like, okay, how can I get you out of it? And the worst though, was if dad got disappointed. And then there was 
And there was that time that for any parent listening, anytime your child says that they're going to go to a bonfire, note to self, be aware that bonfires often equate with drinking. And so I would be that parent that if I found out that there was alcohol at a party, that I would be that parent that called the mom the next day and said, hey, I just wanted to touch base. I was that fun. No, you would call that night and come pick us up. That's true. Or the time that you were watching the American Pie movie when you were like 12. (laughs) I wasn't happy about that. No, I I was 14. I was 14, (laughs) but still. I still wasn't. Are we saying, with... are we sheltered? Uh, I guess I was doing a little helicoptering. You know, you try I mean, really hard. We watched hard. The Simpsons in the bath. Yeah, I know. You try really Dad hard. Dad was definitely more lenient with that type of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good news is that you both turned out okay. So I'm grateful that we've had some balanced parenting. So I don't think we can leave the interview without going over one other item, and that's Daddy's fashion collection. It's special. It's one can of a kind. Can you describe? Well, there's just so many. There are, he likes muted colors and they tend to be in themes. They're always a distressed kind of washed out. Like it's, it's, it's like a, like yeah, a burnout like acid watch, but it's yeah. like, yeah, it's been like kind of in the sun too long. Distressed. Kind of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sun faded. And it usually consists of t-shirt and jeans because of the kind of work he does. Mm, or and a like button down shorts. that's open. An overshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An that. overshirt that's unbuttoned. And then he's got color themes though. So we've got what what are the different color theme collections? Coastal. Those are the blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muted blues. It, and nothing yes. is ever bright. No, 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 no. Woodlands. Oh, yes. Uh, Green. Sunset collection. That one is got um, some Hawaiian shirts. That's kind of a mm-hmm. little What about out Sandstorm? There. Oh, oh, Desert Storm. Uh, desert Storm. <laughs> oh, Desert Storm. That's his all khaki look. Sometimes like top to toe, mm-hmm. like the ball cap, the t-shirt, the shorts, the socks, the shoes. But I think that was last week. We have to make a note that the ball cap doesn't fully fit on his head. It, it kind of kind of. It just is, it's like someone sat on it and then it just sits on the head. <laughs> but he loves it and it's just cozy and he is just one of the And kind. then the sneakers or boots with socks. Merrill's. The best was it when we were little, sandals with socks. The sandals with the wool socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We, we got at, oh my gosh, what was that place downtown called? Corey's Bootery. VA Bootery? No. Mm-mm. Oaken Brothers. Thank you. Oaken Brothers. Yeah, yeah. he just bought he always got those, there. those wool socks. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, in closing, ladies, any comments on adulting or things, advice to parents or anybody that's listening? Find your compliment, not your clone. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. that. I, like I tell that. that to my clients all the time. You don't need two of you. It's probably not good. You need a little balance. How about you, Juju? Mm-hmm. Also, like, try not to take it so seriously. I feel like. Not that either of us have kids. But... No, no. But like, this we stuff definitely rubs up on the children for sure. Well, and I know neither of you decided to pursue being doctors, but you both have done lots of stuff with kids, nannying, teaching, health coaching and stuff. So you're, you're helpers. I like that. We are helpers. Mm-hmm. You are helpers. We are. And we're from a family of helpers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are helpers, aren't we? <laughs> we're all helpers. We help other people so we don't have to help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but we do a lot of self-care. 
Well, we try. Mm-hmm. We try. Through years, years of therapy. Yeah. Through years yeah. of therapy. I've so learned. we are very pro-therapy. We're all about like medication. Better living through medication if you need if you need if you've got anxiety or ADHD and you need medication, go for it. That's Take okay. Take the pills. I think Rachel Hollis said that. Take the and pills. If you're, and if you're gonna break the rules, talk to dad, not mom. Because <laughs> he might break them for you. There you yes. go. Well, I think that's he a doesn't good... like rules. No, and I love rules, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, because it keeps you safe, but sometimes it's boring. I know. Sorry. Well, thanks so much for making time tonight. I know you guys are busy ladies, and I'm really proud of everything that you do in the world and grateful that you're my girls. We love you. Love you too. Wouldn't have it done the other way. I can't tell you how much fun it is having adult children. I love it so much. You know, we work so hard when kids are little, worrying about getting it right and making sure that we're doing all the things, you know, making sure that we're feeding them right and reading and supporting everything that they do and knowing all the time that we're not perfect and that we make lots of mistakes. So when they bounce out on the other end as successful adults who have their own ups and downs. Don't get me wrong. They're not perfect. But to see them as young adult women coming into their own, it's just so lovely. I just can't say anything more than that. And I have to attribute a lot of that to my husband. I mean, he's just an amazing guy and you hear how much my girls love him. He's really funny and they're funny and we have a lot of joy together. Again, we've gone through some rough things and I just want to kind of reassure you not to worry too much about being perfect and that our kids are resilient. And if we have, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, Podcasts, those safe, stable, nurturing relationships with adults and kids that we can get them through and they will be resilient. So trust yourself, do the best you can and give yourself a break. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this was fun for you and I would love to hear your feedback. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pediatric Meltdown. In the words of Maya Angelou, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Let's do better together. This podcast was made possible by the team at Streamlined Podcasts. Music was composed by Connor McHugh and cover art was designed by Alexia Barrero.